Mambo Vipi, what's happening? My name is Aniko Owoko and I am a lover of art, culture and everything African. And here, we grant you front row access to your favorite celebrities, creators, the biggest personalities and industry experts. Come with me, you're now a VIP. The superstar on my podcast this week needs no introduction. This is the first introduction that I'm saying the guest does not need any introduction because he's a certified superstar. <laughs> the lion of Suda. Ben Solmonyo, you could have. Thank you so much for having Yo. me. Any, trust me, you're one of the people who have seen the whole transition from Ben Solmonyo na Julikana to Ben Solmonyo. Yes. The lion. Oh my God. And I'm so proud of <laughs> you for you so that. Thank you so much. Like, Hey, where do we start? Where do we start? Where do we start? Hey, you've seen me in crazy in the trenches. Places. In the trenches. In the trenches. <laughs> in the trenches. So I always like to paint a picture for those who are listening yeah. and they don't know who the person I'm sitting down here with is. So Ben Soul is an amazing Kenyan creative superstar artist, multi-talented period. You know, it's not one thing Ben Sol does, but many things. He's actually one of the most talented instrumentalists and writers that I've had the pleasure to be exposed to. Ben Sol plays like 10 instruments. Can we list them to them? I can play <laughs> drums, I can play piano, all the keys, can play all the guitars, bass, acoustic, electric. I can play double bass, violins. I started learning the sax, all the percussions, recorder, Vibes, vibes, yeah, you see? I, I dare you guys to show me a more talented and versatile creative. Like, you are so Thank talented. You so Thank you so much. How did you get to learn how to play all these instruments? Like, you are not 50 years old. <laughs> I always say I'm a very adventurous kind of person. So whenever I meet up with any instrument, I'm trying to learn it. Right now, I'm learning how to produce. I've been, like, producing even on the album I produced a bunch of songs on it and recorded every vocal by myself, played a lot of instruments on it. Mm. So I never stop learning. Every single time is a learning opportunity for me. Mm. Right now I'm learning how to be like an amazing sound engineer so that I can be able to like manage my sound designs on the songs, on everything, any project that I'm going to put out after this album. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I mean to learn an introduction as I continue. <laughs> Ben Sol is also one of the biggest pop stars, music stars from this side of the continent. You know, he's written not just amazing hit songs for himself, but for so many other artists, yeah. including Saudi Soul, Burner Boy. Burner Boy, Grammy Award-winning songwriter. Bro. Right? Yeah. Grammy <laughs> Award-winning songwriter. Yeah, but, let's I, talk about that. I've written for so many guys because way back when I was starting up, I didn't actually want to become a musician. I actually wanted to become like a record producer and a songwriter. So I used to write songs for guys like Akina Kidum. I've written songs for Had the band and then I was also like part of the songwriting team for Saudi Soul. That's how I ended up writing for Banner Boy. I've written a lot of songs, even gospel songs for artists like Akina Saizaid. There's a song I also gave Masi Masika. I'm hoping she's gonna put it out. On Sedo's album, there's a song I wrote with Nashinsky and Yasasanikona credits up gets better and better every single time. I'm, wow. I'm actually planning to start even writing for like international artists. There's a friend of mine called Trezo. Big shout out to Trezo. He's written for Drake and yeah. he inspired me a lot. Like that's really possible coming from an African child. Yeah. So it's really yeah. possible. And the craziest thing, because Trezo is also my friend, he was like, Drake's team reached out. Imagine. 
imagine. They were like, we like and you. He likes him so much that every single project that Drake does right now, Trezo is involved. Yeah. Big, big yeah. man. Mad. <laughs> no, but how is it like, you know, winning a Grammy and getting that global international recognition for your work? Because you said, I didn't even want to be a musician singing. Yeah. I loved writing music. But did you ever think, utafika your level paka, your rating for global stars like Burnable and getting Yo. a Grammy recognition? Yo, everything happened so magically. And what I would say is, most of it has been God's plan. Like that Banner Boy song, it was meant to be on Saudi Soul's album, ended up in Banner Boy's album, and voila, we were kidding about a Grammy. Oh, and just that title being a Grammy Award-winning songwriter has taken me to different amazing places. And of course. the way people respect me after that, man, it's so beautiful. And if you want to do an Angojanga, you medal the ones who could respect. Yeah. 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 But I thank God. For every single endeavor and it may happen, mm. I wouldn't say it's something that I was planning to be here at this point right now. I would say it's God's plan. Yeah. Yeah. And he keeps on blessing me because I keep on working on myself and making myself available for such opportunities. Yeah. yeah. And talking about God's plan and the place where you're at right now, we are celebrating you for the release of your debut album. Thank you so the much. The Lion of Suda. Oh. <laughs> Why that title? I think people know when they hear your songs, they hear you say, Suda. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, but most of the guys, they thought I'm trying to be blasphemous with the title. You I know, would never like, think that. And because... for me, you're a king and a lion. And any other animal and creature you want to call yourself, you deserve it. Yeah. Most of them are thinking, oh, I'm trying to compare myself to the lion of Judah. People Jesus sometimes himself. want to think too yeah. much into these things. <laughs> but the name Suda came by like a nickname from my friend's I'd had the band. Hmm. They used to call me Ben Suda after like a Hig. They used to call me Ben Suda. And then when I started now producing, I was looking for a producer tag that can be very different, that can't affect the music. Also, you know, some producer tags in Okonga crazy that Zinaribumpaka vibe their songs. Yes. So I discovered that Suda sounds really nice. Yes. And I started using it on every single song. So when I was thinking of an album title, the reason why I called myself the Lion of Suda is because as a lion, Male cubs, they usually chased away so that they can fend for themselves and create their own pride. So I feel like right now, I've gathered a lot. I've learned a lot. Right now, I feel like I'm coming back as a lion, ready to rule my own nation, the, the Suda nation, the pride of Suda. Wow. You know, yeah. Wow, there's such a beautiful meaning to, so to the title of the album. It's just not so a much. title. It's just not a title. But you're such sure. a songwriter. It's an awakening. It's an expression of a new level in Benson. Mm. Yeah. Because you started as a cub. Yeah. You know, your mothers, the lionesses yeah. were hunting for you. Yeah. Sometimes a lion would come and share something with you. Yeah. But you've done your journey to now, a certain level. I, I've learned to look for myself and take care of other people. You know, I'm a father right now. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> yes, yes. And you're brave enough to be out here by yourself. For sure. To watch your own back. Yeah. I love it. What a deep meaning. Thank you so for much. For the title of this album. Thank you so much. So how does it feel to be the Lion of Suda, you know? Uh, it's a beautiful feeling. And then also, it's scary sometimes. But if something that doesn't scare you, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. So it's a level where I'm ready to take care and be independent, run my own things. I run my own company, The Lion of Suda, and be that great musician that Kenya needs at this time, you know, mm. be a legacy to my generation. Wow. And talking of generation, I think everybody 
got to know you from the time you got signed to Soul Generation. Yes, 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 yes I yes. also got to know you then, and yes. I think it was around 2019. That's when your debut single came out. Yeah. And from there onwards, it's just been an upward trajectory. Yeah, you actually did the PR for <laughs> most of our singles, the, yes. the first, first ones. The first ones. So you're, ones. you're actually one of the reasons why we blew up big, because you did such an amazing job in terms of selling us out there. And it was such a scary time. I don't know if you remember because just like first single, first video. Yo, yo, you know. You know. I remember that. And every, that, that everybody yeah. put everything. I remember Trust. even Chimano was like, hey. Even Bian was so scared. You know, the first time. I was also scared. Yeah, you know, I just can't come to you and say, I'm scared. But. <laughs> yo, the first day we had like only 2K views on Lucy. And guys were like, uh, we actually thought we we're going to get like more views from that. And then Pole Pole too, we started growing and started getting better. And look at us right now. Growth has been very organic. Yes. And people are loving the music and loving who we are as persons. And they have seen the personality. They know exactly who they're dealing with right mm. now. And you guys did a good job. Asante, Asante. And you have done yes. such a great job with yourself as well. Thank you so what, much. What yeah. do you think was the breakthrough for you? Because when we started, it was a good start, but yeah. it wasn't the breakthrough. Yeah. When did you feel like, Wow, people understand me. The fans are now fans of yeah. Ben Soul. Because before, they were fans of you via other songs you had been part of. Yeah. But you had to take your time to build your own brand. For sure. You know, to write your own songs, to perform your own concerts. Really, what really, was the really. breakthrough? I feel like it's been a steady growth. I didn't get like that first hit song. What? Yeah. I'm struggling to get another hit song. Yeah. I feel like after Nairobi Litoka, that's when... The whole nation understood that, yeah. hey, there's yeah. this guy who writes these amazing songs, crazy songs, very well-written music. Yeah. And most of the people started discovering me, actually, after Nairobi. And Nairobi blew up all the other songs that had come out before then. And I also feel like Nairobi was an expected hit, but <laughs> expected for you. Like, yeah. it's your typical song, but it's not a typical hit record. Yeah. But it did so well, and I, I felt like the industry and the fans understand yeah. this type of songwriter. You're not yeah. an ordinary songwriter. I wasn't writing for just an ordinary song. I was writing to poke people's feelings. And they got it. <laughs> yeah. And they understood it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was even a challenge. Oh, it was amazing. And very organic. I didn't even, like, start it. Guys just started doing it, like, God's grace. And it's yeah. going on until yeah. now. I saw Paul bashing Yo, the Tanzanian yeah, artist. Mboso, Mboso. Yeah, Mboso did it, the same thing. Akachukua concept of your video. Was inspiring people since 1993. <laughs> 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 I was actually happy to see it because it means that we're being seen. We're visible. They can see it and they can feel it and it's inspiring their work. So yeah. it means that the music is getting to them in so that's many amazing. ways. And that's beautiful. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Looking back at your time with Soul Generation, it's a lot that has been happening at Soul Generation. There's an entire family yeah. made there, you know, from South to Soul, to your team, your stylist, yeah. your management, <laughs> your tour managers, and I don't know, like people who shoot your content and videos. It's been a big family that yeah. you've accumulated over the years. What have been the biggest lessons you've learned while at Soul Generation? You can have a team around you, but if you yourself, you're not like putting a lot of effort on yourself and being great at who you are, the team is useless. <laughs> 100%. Being in Soul Gen has taught us to work for ourselves in a certain way, like I write my own songs, I produce them, and then I leave the work now to the team now to sell a good product. But the product, first of all, is 
what I've worked on. Yes. So in Solgen, we have taught ourselves to be very independent and also dependent on each other, the family kind of unit. Mm. And it's such a beautiful space to be at. I've learned so much from Akina BN. Mm. Those guys have, have years and years of knowledge, first of all. And the most experiences that they have had, experience, and it's so beautiful having somebody who can guide you and tell you this is where you're supposed to do, but also do you, you know? Yes. Be yourself, but this is what I did on my own, and you can do this and be great. At yeah. And it works. And then also, I've also learned that Way back, I used to write like all the songs by myself, but now I've learned to be very open. We sit down with BN, I sit down with Akina Savara, Polycarp, Chimano, most of the times, and we end up coming up with amazing hits that I never thought that they could come from my mind. And there's a power in writing together that you inspire each other, show each other different perspectives, and that's how you end up coming up with these amazing, beautiful songs because we always say that we're writing songs for so many people. Why write it alone? Yeah. yeah. I always felt, especially when you and BN are together, like I always felt hey, like hey, hey, your, energies, holy grail. Eh? Are, your energies are so in sync. The synergy like is amazing. Like sometimes when you're together, yeah. I'm like, I don't know who's who. Like number one, you know, <laughs> when it comes to songwriting, when Yo. it comes to smoking, <laughs> to ah, writing la, 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 la. and banter and everything. Yeah. So tell me about that. Like I've always felt like that's, you two are... Like, I miss twins. That's like a big brother that I never thought I had. I never thought I needed. Aww. And I found I, I found him. And from those days when, you remember when you were pushing Lucy and favorite song? Yes. Bien used to take me to all the interviews. I wanted to himself. say that. And yeah. he would sit next to yeah. you while you were talking. Bass. And sometimes he would come in and say something. Bass, but bass, he was bass. like your sidekick. Bass. In the car, when we were going to the interviews, mm. we used to write all these rumba songs. Like, that's where we wrote Extravaganza, Rumba Japani. Wow. Like, While just driving oh, to an yeah, interview. Driving to an Epic. interview. Epic. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And I feel like it's the synergy that has been created by this amazing friendship that we have. We sometimes just hang out for nothing. You need to make it too. To Nachoma. And banter researching on whatever we're going to find on the internet mm. and just learning and being being ourselves, Manziani. Mm. He's a good dude. He's such a good dude. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. That's so nice. So, uh, like one of the best musicians Kenya will ever see. Any amazing guy. It's so funny because almost every episode someone is talking about being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he deserves yeah. all his flowers. That's sure. nice. That's yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so I think you mentioned in other interviews that come February 2024, yeah. you will not be with Soul Generation. Our contract ends in February and it's a bittersweet kind of situation, you know. Being under Soul Generation has been really amazing. They have really like made a monster out of me. Sure. A beautiful monster. festival. And then also, as much as I want to be independent, I really feel like I was getting like so much affection, and so much, you know, support from being with my brothers. Mm. We're still brothers for sure. It's just the, the contract with Naisha. And we have so many songs, collaborations that we have to make sure Zimetoka. Mm. So it's just going to be like two entities working together. Mm. So the Lion of Suda and Viri Pia Kona Company, School of Heartbreak. Mm. And soul generation. So is me very also living? I'm, yeah. I'm not aware of that. Our contract it, was actually drafted at the same time mm. and even though i was the first artist to come out we signed actually together at the same mm. time and so 
they end together. Mm. Yeah. But like, also we are creating space for other musicians because as much as Saudi Soul is going on a hiatus, Soul Generation is their baby and their business. Mm. So they are also like about to launch new artists mm. that can take over and be great at being themselves and mm. being musicians and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of artists, you know, come here on the podcast and we discuss industry issues, things that work well for them, things that don't work well for them. Yeah. Do you feel like since the signing to Soul Gen, you've had a pretty professionally led career? And even outside of that, like what are some of the great things that have worked for you and yeah. other things you feel this industry can get better at? It doesn't have to be necessarily yeah. towards Soul Gen. But I think an important thing that we should always talk about is how to better our industry. Because sure. every day we are talking like, why are we where we are? Can we do better? Yes, Can yes, we yes, be yes. at par with other industries? Yeah. I feel like what our industry needs mostly right now at the moment is we have so many different facets in terms of art. There are artists who paint, artists who draw, there are artists who are artists in fashion, yes. fashion designers, yes. and there's musicians, there's actors. We need to find ways of working together and creating this big synergy because we're all so good at whatever we do, but there's big power when it comes to uniting and bringing so many things together and making them work. And that's what I actually learned in SA. There's so many things that happen when it comes to the synergy between fashion and music, music and art, music and film, music and, music and, sports. Uh, music and sports, which I don't see it happening a lot in Nairobi. Mm. It's just recently that I started seeing these film creators start using uh, Kenyan music mm. and uh, like finding a producer that can actually curate your film and score for it and make sure that the sounds and everything they're at par with other industries. Mm. So I feel like that synergy, we need to find it. We need to find ways of collaborating and bringing everything together and that's how we're going to build like a very strong industry. Mm, country, I so. love that. Yeah. That's very next level because I feel like we need to dismantle our definition of an artist. Yeah. I think traditionally speaking, a lot of people think an artist is a musician and a superstar. Nah. But the songwriter is one, yeah, you know, the producer, the bass. director, Imagine. the editor, yes. the digital artist, artist who's creating your poster. That's somebody who's making something really cool for even the other artists. There yeah. is new synergy that we need for sure. Yeah, and you yourself can't exist without all those other artists I around can't, you. I can't, I can't. Yeah. Like, even for me, right now, actually, I had like such a beautiful talk with some guys from Studio 18. They do fashion uh, streetwear. Oh, they're uh, so cool. Ken, Kina Akiba. Kina Akiba. And they dress me a lot. Most of the times, in metamorphosized, metamorphosized. I love it. In a little footer. Musinioleza wapi. I love it. You We were discussing about fusing music and fashion and having events, like building a culture mm. with it because music and fashion, they were used to tell like different kind of eras, mm. different times. I feel like as the musician of this generation and the fashion designers of this generation, we need to find a way where we are working together in a way that we're going to be remembered. Yes. Yeah, something that can create a culture that, that's going to live years and years. Like, for example, Easy Baggy Pants, Zilikozina Valley are like in the 90s mm. and they're, they're coming back yes. right now. So I feel like in this generation that we have right now, we have a good space where we can create something very unique that whenever people are trying to remember, hey, yo, there was this fashion, there was this that culture that was going on. Yeah. And still lives on up to now. That's something that we need to work mm -hmm. on as an industry. 
I love that. Yeah. I think you also talked about the Lion of Suda also being a father. How old is your baby and uh, how is it to be a dad? Ah, uh, she's eight months right now. Oh, she's uh, so tiny. Yeah, but hey, the cutest baby I've ever seen, eh? Hey? <laughs> who has a friend in bank? <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful feeling. Wakes me up with some strength to work. Now I'm kind of passion. I'm ready to follow the grind because thinking that there's a human being that's dependent on my life. Yes. I have to make sure I wake up and grind and make sure I become great for her. So mm. in many so much push in my life. I feel like I've become a better person by just being involved with her. Mm. I found myself in a certain way. Also, I've learned how to make better decisions. And it's a beautiful thing being a father. Mm. I wouldn't complain. It comes with ups and downs. And those are beautiful lessons. Yes. Yeah. Have you wrote her songs? Her? She had to be on this first album because this is the beginning of Ben Sol being a boss, you know, a CEO. The lion of Suda. Uh, and for me, being a father and being a CEO in all these things, she had to be a very big part of it. So I wrote her a song called Melody on oh. the album, that interlude. It's me speaking to her and telling her that I'm going to be there, I'm going to be available, I'm going to make sure I take care of her. She needs to leave every other thing to me. I just want her to be great, you know? It's me and Trinity to infinity. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. Thank that's you so dope. much. And in this new album, The Lion of Suda, I think Ukona Collaborators Kibao. Oh, wait. my goodness. A good selection. Hey. Collaborators on the album. I had to be very specific with them. Although there are some guys who didn't make it on the first album, I'm hoping they're going to make it on the deluxe. Every song deserved a certain kind of vibe, and I made sure they went after the best, like... For the intro, I decided to go with Wanavokali because they bring this heavenly kind of vibe to the song. Yes. And whoa, any on the day when they recorded, I was like, wow, really beautiful voices. Nice. They've been my friends for a minute. I'm actually the one who actually auditioned them for Toweza as BGVs. And then after that, they decided to form a group together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So me and Modekai we actually kind of played a big part in terms in, of like... In um, how they came together. Coming to, That's coming amazing. Together. Mm -hmm. and, and so when I hollered at them, they came through. I had written the parts. So their work was to arrange it and sing it however they want to sing it. And they made it really heavenly. And then I also had to have my brother, Bien, obviously, because we've written so many songs that <laughs> we had to like even fight Nisongani mm -hmm. on the album. And then... La Vosti, because I had this revolution movement that I wanted to push uh, mm. in terms of legalization of marijuana. Mm. And then somebody like Motaka, when I wrote that song, same page, it felt like it needed a female response. Mm. So Motaka was perfect for it. We used to be in Saudi Academy together. And then Zinia Manasse. Zinia. Zinia is so amazing when it comes to how she handles herself in the studio, how she records her vocals, how she writes. She really had to be on the album. And then when we met up, we created such a beautiful jump that there's no other jump in Gator. Mm. And then also for Raw, it was such a beautiful blessing. That's the last song I did on the album. Mm -hmm. I was calling Mordecai, Watendawili, Okelo Max to the studio because I needed them to help me lay BGVs for Navutishwa mm. and Media for 20. And Watendawili, Wakachelewa, Kidogo, I think they had a shoot or something. So it was just me, Mordecai, Okelo Max and... Hendrix, who's recorded most of the songs, produced most of the songs, mixed and mastered the whole album. Hmm. So Hendrix started making a beat and we were like, okay, let's write to it. And we ended up having 
such a beautiful song ikafukuza song nyingine kutoka kwa album mm. who else afronautic has been my brother we've worked on an album together hopefully itatoka after nimetoka soul generation mm. just to kill up most logistics yeah but this last song that miracle song i was like on the album the first song was dreams and the last song is miracles meaning that god is taking me from my dreams making them a crazy reality and in this reality is creating miracles and at the end of the album any i'm just saying man this album i don't know how it came to be it's just me collecting amazing energy and putting it together mm. and letting god do the miracle so akakuwa featured up on your song miracle and then my guys from hornsphere they did amazing any walikuja wakani wakani they came to the album it was there it was yeah, amazing it was amazing it was amazing and then i also had a chance to work with juma jukes when he was yes. around big up a big brother and i also met up with bayani god's plan tukatengeneza song nyingine poa sana inaitwa dondosa and my brother savara and polycap they were really big parts of the album in terms of production and in terms of writing it and then chiman was meant to make it on the album adako but deluxe <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. deluxe eh? but everyone who was part of that album it was very intentional mm. and they are my people and that's why those songs it's so hard to like get rid of them from your mind once you start listening to them it's an album that's you're going to listen to for the rest of your life for sure you try dope. to make the music very timeless when it comes to the writing when it comes to the vibe when it comes to how it represents kenya mm. as an industry that's dope yes. so tell me about 420 and why is it so important to legalize marijuana like yeah. i have nothing against it but because yeah. i'm not really smoking it or when i did i didn't feel nothing or yeah. anything yeah. i don't understand can you help me understand this <laughs> so uh, oh for me goodness. actually i'm not i'm not even fighting for the recreational one i'm fighting for the medicinal one because i've seen like so many guys get helped by marijuana in terms of their recovery there's some guys with crazy anxiety works for that the cbd oil i've seen guys with like a crazy skin disease that inflammation that all the dermatologists mm. and that girl alitumia that cbd oil also to like to get better in atengeneza so many different kind of medicine mm. also when it comes to the economy we're just sleeping on it any trust me Uganda just legalized yes. like a few months ago mm. and trust me you're going to see the difference because when you look at the graph of the marijuana industry where mm-hmm. it's going to it's in the trillions yani actually so, so there was a show on yeah. Netflix about the business of marijuana yeah. and how there's literally cartels because it's Yo, such a it's such a robust industry that we're just sleeping on it like we have the best lands we are located at the tropics so you think if it's legalized like we should just be farming and selling it yeah, exporting yeah. and importing and, it yo that's what uganda is doing and it's making <laughs> a lot of money from it eh? do you sometimes uh, get flack for you know speaking openly about it older people telling you stop that or once na wajakoya kwanza <laughs> if they can deal with him then they can oh come and deal God, with me because that's up there yeah for me i'm just being like a voice mm. to say that most of our youths are unemployed and we're sleeping on a very beautiful industry that could employ most of them a uh, lot uh, of the parents or people with a different point of view watasema itaribu watoto vichwa apana imagine <laughs> right now i know even like older people who take cbd oil to sleep because sasa zingine umeweza kuomechoka 
anxiety is to the roof and yeah. you get like this crazy insomnia. A few drops of that CBD oil, it doesn't like make you feel high. It just knocks you out. Mm. Yeah. And then also I've never seen anybody. Where is uh, that oil? Where can we get it? There's some guys who are selling it, even from Uganda. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen anybody go crazy because of weed. And it's never been even recorded anywhere. Most of the guys when you're on a chizingi, it's because of other drugs that are Mexicanish and mm. And then also, weed is a fast drug they blame it to. And then also, whoever made weed illegal, they were doing it on political terms. Mm. They were trying to oppress the black people. And I feel like most of the countries have discovered that we've just been putting like a blind eye to it. Mm. And legalizing it has helped so many countries in terms of the economy. Like, look at Canada, yani. They're so great as I've started. Hey! Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. So, Ben, so I watched an episode on Soul Family on Showmax, and I remember there was a specific episode focusing on you and your mama was there and you guys were talking about having gotten a lot of support from your mama. Yeah. And I think there was a story about some time when you were sick, you had TB. Yeah. And you didn't even think you'd make it out of that situation. Trust. Was that the one time in your life when you actually saw darkness? Yeah, that was my rock bottom moment. At that time, I was staying with my brothers in Kaiole. We had the band guys. We never used to be healthy, first of all. We never used to eat healthy. Our meals were depending on whatever you have in the pocket on that day. Yeah. And then I remember, I think I got the TB in those matatus. Because once your immune system is yeah. weak, you find yourself in a crazy position where mtuyote akona TB around where it's so easy to get it. Mm. And yo, that disease is bad. Is it? Yo, yo, yo. I came from... Being 72 kgs, I went down to like 50 kgs. Wow. So, and like my bones were showing. I couldn't even sit on a wooden surface. You had to of, lie of down. I had to lie down. I had to sit on very soft things, like on a mattress or something. Were you eating? To, I was eating. I was like, I didn't know what was affecting me. Ah. So I went to all these kind of clinics. I went to Nairobi Hospital. Most of them were diagnosing me with pneumonia. Bacterial infection. That's when I also broke up with a girl that I really loved. So I just decided to go back home. My mom saw me Akalia and she was like, oh, 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 oh. She took me to our family doctor and they discovered that I have TB. I had to take meds for six months and eat and rekindle my strength and everything. Mm. I stayed with my mom for like four months. I have like all my meals set out for the day. Like I used to eat like five meals a day and take like more than seven pills every day for TB. It was a dark time. I had lost my voice. I couldn't sing. But I feel like I took that moment to write some of my amazing songs. And I discovered that I could like writing different kind of ways at that time because I was writing to give the songs out. Like, I didn't even know if I was gonna regain my voice back. So slowly, slowly, I started healing. I got better. <laughs> Which songs did you write in that period? Could Ad you remember? Ad a telenovela, Ntala wow. Even Lucy was also a song. Really? At, at, at that season, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was actually planning to give it out. And then I decided, ah, 
these are my songs. God has given me back my voice. Mm. Why not? Let me kill them with it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It means there's something. If I came out from that situation, it means that he had like a lot more plans for mm. me. And that's why I'm still here. And your mom must be so proud of you. Najua, kutoka wherever you umetoka, paka kwenye uko leo. She's seen a lot of different versions of Ben Soleni. The mischievous one, the clever boy who wanted to become an engineer and to this crazy musician who's rocking all the stages. And she was like, just follow and be whoever you want to be. I'm going to be there right behind you. Mm. And I remember my pastor telling her that this boy is really clever. I was really clever when it comes to studies and stuff. But when it comes to the music, this is what's going to like catapult him to the best places in the world. The pastor said. Yeah, that's what wow. pastor said. It's like he spoke so you're a blessing to me. Yeah, way back when I was quite young. And I believe I've lived with that word in my heart for a minute. And I kept on believing in it. Even when I was quitting civil engineering, that's what actually gave me conviction that it's going to happen in a good way. Mm. And it doesn't matter however and where I am right now. If I become diligent at it and put my heart into it, mm. God is going to give back. And which part of your craft do you enjoy the most? Because there's the songwriting, there's the playing specific instruments yeah. and playing together with bands. Yeah. There's the singing, there's the performances yeah. and not just at home, but all over yeah. the world. Yes, yes, yes. What yes. is it that when you're doing, you just Yo. feel like, whoa, I'm on top of the world? Performance, for sure. You know, that's when you have the complete product and you're expressing it to the people. And you and, see and, and, how And, and you see how they're responding yeah. to it back. And you see how they've, like, listened to the songs and learned them. And, and sing the, them and the, and the songs have become part of their lives. Yes. Yo, there's nothing that beats that. Like, yeah. there's stage high that's better than any drug high. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that. And which were your favorite shows ever? Uh, or what shows do you remember? Like, wow, I was so touched. Yeah, my groundbreaking performance that actually made me emotional was the previous Soul Fest. There were so many things that were happening at that night that I ended up performing as the last act. And it was at 5 a.m. in the morning. I got on stage thinking guys would have left. But Nilipanda <laughs> stage and there was like more than 7,000 people waiting for me. I was like, wow. So they didn't leave actually. They didn't leave, yeah. Like, wow. Made me, made me emotional for sure. Did when you I, when cry? I, when I went backstage, I was like, wow. That was really beautiful. Mm. Shed a tear just a bit. Oh, yeah. That's so special. Yeah, and that's what actually pushed me to even have my own event at the Alchemist for 20. And I actually did it with Stephanie, who's right there. We didn't even do it with Soul Shout Generation. Shout out to Stephanie, I, who I also made this interview happen. Yeah, I didn't do it with Soul Generation. <laughs> yeah. She actually ran all the logistics, made sure the event went smoothly. Mm. She did an excellent event. job. You all did such Yo, an excellent so job. Much. Actually, so I remember much. when I came, I was like, what? There was like a long queue. Yo, I don't you know. know. I was like, wow, beautiful. If you guys are ready for Ben Soul concerts, get we ready now. Ready. It's going to be ready. amazing. And then also another beautiful feeling about it on that day was I got on stage and I was singing songs from the album and I could see guys singing them. And the and album songs, had just been released 24 on the same hours. Day. Yeah. That day. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> My fans are the greatest and I'm super grateful to everybody that turned up on that day and supported me like yo man i wouldn't be here without you guys mm. sure. yeah okay so before we wrap up i think i've expressed just how much of a multi-talented artist you are you know such a great songwriter we've spoken about various artists who you've written with and for i, I just wonder like 
for somebody like you, who are your artists? Like, the, who do you who listen inspiring. to? Who is inspiring you? Because you are <laughs> the one who is inspiring yeah. so many others or writing for them or being part of their successful projects. I listen to so many artists and there are so many artists actually who inspire me are all over the world. I would say somebody like Chronix inspired me when it comes to performance and stuff. When he came here and performed, that show was so spiritual. It took me like a whole month to recover from it. I got really inspired by that. There's somebody like Labyrinth who scores for films, produces, writes amazing songs, an overall amazing musician. Mm. And then there's our crazy guy, Kanye West. Yo, that guy is a genius. How he knows how to collect different energies, different people, different artists, different kind of styles and put them in an amazing project. That's what inspired the Lion of Suda. Mm. I would say somebody like Bruno Mars, a beautiful performer, amazing songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. Also, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then also my brother Bien, man, like he's inspired <laughs> me in so many ways. Shout out to him and Zayani. I mean, if there's so many things. Mm. Mm. You know, moving forward into February, into your own independence, how do you feel about being in the industry? Like, do you feel supercharged? Are there any reservations? What else would you like to do for yourself and for the industry? Well, right now, as of the moment, I'm trying to make sure my company now is a household name that people can be referencing whenever, like, for example, when you're doing soul generation, you may find Yeah. But everything happens in time. And your company is so, the Lion of Suda yeah, Entertainment. It's just the Lion of Suda because it's going to be covering so many It's just many the Lion of Suda. Yeah, okay. So Mjue, many different Mjue. things. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, I'm planning, like, a lot of albums, a lot of different kind of projects that are coming after these different kind of shows. So expect like the Lion of Suda Festival. The one that I did on 420, that was the first edition. Mm. So expect that every single year and different kind of events, fashion and music events, one-man shows, mm. stand-ups, because mm. I discovered that expect more of Manchis Monday and so many different kind of collaborations with different artists in Nairobi. And for artists, I mean all of them, fashion designers, film scorers, artists who draw, Everything. I'm trying to be that gap. In your, the things that I've spoken to you, Zenye, we need to do as an industry. I'm trying to do them myself and my friends and be a good example mm. to the rest of the guys. Yeah. yeah. You're one example of a patient artist, a hardworking artist, an artist who pays his dues and is patient enough to wait for the success. Because a lot of people come in and they expect like one media tour, yeah. a hit song, I'm a... After being signed, I have to blow in one year, but you've been very consistent and very yeah. patient at your own journey. So, you know, for those who are listening, what kind of advice would you give to an artist who is just about to come out or wants to come out and is looking at Ben Soul like, I want to be like Ben Soul, but what yeah. they need to understand, Ben Soul did not become Lion of Suda, Sikumoja. Yeah. Sikumoja. You know, you had... Yeah. Quarantunes, Medicine, EP, so and so things. many other yeah. hit songs yeah. and records and collabs before you felt like this is my time, you know, to launch my album and to start my company. Yeah. So yeah. there's steps to the journey. What kind of advice would you give them? The most important advice that I would give any artist who's starting up and anybody who's trying to be something big, anybody who's trying to be big, create value to yourself, you know? Like work on yourself every single day. If it's that instrument, learn it. If you want to learn production, learn it. Like, make sure everything that you really wanted, like the picture that you have of you 
10 years to come, the greater you, the superstar you, make sure everything that you see that superstar needs to be umetikizo boxes. Hata mimi nazitikila siku. Any sometimes learning all these instruments, writing a song every single day, learning how to produce myself, learning how to handle a business. Hizo ni vitu zote zenye zina create Bensol mwenye mnaona saizi and it takes time. Room wasn't built in one day. So follow through. It comes with ups and downs. Those are beautiful lessons that need to go into the music. Like pour your heart into the songs. Be true to yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and God blesses that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I just want to thank you so much thank you for so much. being you. Asante. For always being so true and, you know, humble and just nice to me and to everyone around you. And yeah. just a nice person, a period. Being a human being, yeah. You know, so like I remember the Ben Sol I met in 2019 before we released your debut single. Like it's the same Ben Sol. Yeah. It's just a grown Yeah. You know, individual, For, it's a more established artist, but the heart and soul is still the same. The same. Yeah. And I love that Thank you've so kept it so authentic. And I pray that, you know, nothing takes that away from you. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Thank you for, for being yourself. Thank you for speaking your blessings to me. After I receive all your flowers, you deserve all of them. <laughs> you've raised so many artists. And I'm sure in my books... Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm trying to teach myself to listen to that. I'm just not used to it and just feels a certain way when people are talking about you. So I'm always like, stop it. (laughs) But now I'm trying to just, you know, receive Receive the flowers. Yeah, receive them. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I know Smiles is like falling right now. She would Uh, love to be seated here. Smiles. (laughs) Our pilots. (laughs) <laughs> it's so amazing to be in this position you know to be able to talk to you and yeah. i know a lot of people want this opportunity but they don't get it that's why we have this podcast vip access yes. that brings you access to your favorite artists you know you get to hear their stories behind the scenes we wish you well everybody listening please go on and stream ben soul's album and all the other discography that is out there and you can also follow him on social media yeah. to know what's happening with the tours the travels his company entertainment yeah. Those who want songs, come on, let's hit songs. Do you are Just pay him, have him write you a song. And all the guys like who are doing all these kind of different art, I'm so open to collaborate. I'm so open to pick your brains and create something that's very all round, you know. Uh, reach so, out to him. Reach out. He's man. very uh, approachable. Yeah. I love who, to the guys who are not in Nairobi, we're also bringing the Lion of Studio shows to you, to a town next to you. Just before we wrap up, I want to thank you all for supporting throughout the years. And I want to remind you that this Sunday, there's a VIP access pop-up and event at Beer District Delta Towers in Westlands. This is our first live recording event that's going to feature Femi One, Nazizi and Sosun. It's going to be a spotlight on hip-hop, the role of females in the industry and our industry at large. Come through from 12 p.m. We'll be having a dope time. Remember, this is a Sunday plan. Bring all your friends. Bring all your family members who'd like to meet artists who've been on the podcast before. I'll also be giving a talk with my publicist friends, Nancy Z, Agnes, and Olivia Ambani on what you need to look out for when you're building a brand. The performer of the night will also be Groovy Joe, so come through. It's going to be fun. Tickets are out on Hustle Sasa. You can buy your advance ticket at 700 bob. At the gate, it's going to be 1,000 bob. Welcome to VAP Access Pop-Up. Remember, it's this Sunday at Beer District from 12 p.m. 